Welcome, dear listeners, to the world of We Are Elsevier. Prepare to immerse yourself in a special auditory journey that will leave you both captivated and enlightened. Let me introduce Elsevier, the distinguished trailblazer in the realm of information and analytics, catering to customers within the global research and health communities. And from what I've learned so far, their unwavering dedication to advancing science and enhancing health outcomes for the betterment of everyone is nothing short of extraordinary. But this podcast goes beyond mere accolades and statistics. It delves deep into the beating heart of Elsevier, uncovering the amazing tales that lie within these incredible individuals who shape its very essence. So join us as we embark on another exploration of these Elsevier experiences. Buckle up, it's going to be quite a story. Well, welcome to the We Are Elsevier podcast. I'm Paul Roberts, and I'm got to tell you, I'm a bit amazed. I keep hearing these incredible stories about how special it is to work for Elsevier. And today we've got somebody, well, I guess they've got one of these tales to tell us here. Irene Walsh, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Paul. It's a delight to be here. It's a little Irish accent in there. You work in Ireland, actually? That's correct. Yeah, my team and I operate out of the Dublin office, but I am based on the West Coast, so they're on the Atlantic. And what is it you do? I'm told it's nothing less than change the face of science. That's a pretty bold statement here. <laughs> that is a bold statement. And what I do is something I'm really proud of and something that makes me really excited to come to work every day. I, I get to work with this fantastic group of 3D artists and UX designers and medical experts and engineers. And we try to deliver a really great educational product for medical students to help them along their journey. Explain this to me because I'm just a mere civilian here. I'm not sure I understand all this scientific stuff here. Somehow you guys have created what's like a 3D model or something here. You can actually change the face of it. People can see what it looks like to have some sort of skin condition or see it in different ethnic backgrounds and all sorts of stuff. You're right. What we build is it's a 3D anatomy model and essentially allows you to kind of virtually dissect the human body and really get in and understand how it all connects together and how it works. And what you're maybe referring to there is one of our most recent projects, which for me was was particularly life-affirming, I would say, and really brought it. Purposeful work is, is probably a phrase that we use a lot at, at work, and I think this is kind of the epitome. So just to give you a little background, Paul, yeah. in, in general, in the anatomy space, anatomy has been kind of historically taught from the perspective of a, a male and often it's a lighter skinned male. Right. Kind of Somebody that looks like me. Uh, everybody, Everybody's studying me. Here. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when we were acquired by Elsevier a few years back, we were really encouraged to kind of think more broadly about what we were contributing to medical science space and how we were preparing students for the real world practice. So yeah. when we step back, you know, we, we really try to evaluate what we were offering and, you know, saw that we were also missing the trick here because we were we were also kind of perpetuating that that kind of legacy of, of the male first. So we embarked on a, on a kind of two or three year project at this, maybe even longer at this point. Like I said, our incredible 3D artists and our medical team had a look at really bringing forward it, the world's most advanced 3D female model to stand, you know, shoulder to shoulder with the male model. That was our first initiative and some really beautiful work there. It's a model that looks like everybody, not just me, well, yeah, or that can be changed, there. right? We're getting there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was kind of the first initiative. And then the second, as you mentioned there, was, was really the ability to customize the skin layer. Very, very pertinent challenge at the moment across all of medical science. And 
And we really wanted to start medical students off on the right foot on their first day of medical school. So present them with something that represents them, as you said, Paul, something that looks a bit more like what they see every day. Yeah. And so for me, a really, like I said, life changing moment really was we had this concept that we could represent a much broader spectrum of human to our community and kind of dancing around it, trying to find the right language to describe it and try to be respectful to audiences. We're still trying to find a way to describe it, but it makes it makes it real. It's not just a one size fits all model of how humans look here. Exactly. Yeah. And so we we just leaned into it and we tried to upscale ourselves and, and be as respectful as we could. And the real light bulb moment for me was when we we were able to engage our first subject matter experts who were just absolute superstars in this world of ecology and biological science, sat with them. They represented a a range of of different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And when they saw what we were working on, it took them back. They were genuinely saying that this is this is going to change the face of medical education. You know, they were really, really struck by the initiative. They'd never seen anatomical models presented and, you know, representing African-Americans or lots of different ethnicities around the world. Um, Really got us pumped and excited and we were really delivering something of value. It's a real moment in my career that I, I won't forget. Well, I hear that you're pumped and that amazes me because you're one of the people that Elsevier found you. You didn't find them. This wasn't a company that you chose to work for. You were, as you said, acquired. Your company was acquired. So there must have been some doubts, some fears like, Oh, what are we getting ourselves into? This is a big worldwide enterprise here. Are we going to have a one-size-fits-all approach to it? Was this a surprise to you when they allowed you to pursue this? I have to be honest, uh, it kind of was a surprise, Paul, because, you know, coming from a startup background, very lean and enigmatic CEO with lots of ideas, and we were constantly pivoting and changing our approach which brought us great benefits over time. But I guess we were maybe ready for the stability of, of a kind of larger organization. But as you said, Paul, maybe a little bit fearful is maybe too strong, but maybe hesitant about what the red tape might be once we... Stability uh, brings conformity as well here, you know. And, uh, right. and that energy of a startup can get lost in that kind of environment here. But it sounds like the opposite was true. Well, we really had, and I genuinely mean this, like the backing of, of both my manager and my manager's manager, Elizabeth Mon and Jan Herzog, were really behind this as a right thing to do. And I really appreciated that it wasn't just purely revenue, you know, generating initiative. It exactly. was like we need to balance our responsibility here with what we're putting into the world and making sure that we can stand by our product and feel proud of our work, that it's really making a difference. You know, that was certainly a really, really nice way to to come into the company. I'm amazed. I'm sitting on the outside as a mere civilian looking in and saying, really, I can't believe the enthusiasm, the excitement I keep hearing about people who work for Elsevier. And you're a perfect example of this. You're gushing with praise. And that's not something I would expect to find with a, a company or employees that had been brought in through an acquisition. I have to say, this is probably not unique, but we just have the most amazing team, Paul. Like, honestly, the creative melting pot that we have, which mm-hmm. I mentioned, like medical doctors alongside artists, alongside engineers and quality engineers and designers, you know, trying it all pull together to, to come up with something really effective makes for a really constantly evolving workplace environment. So really, really proud and, and privileged to be part of that. Well, what an incredible story. And thank you for sharing it all the way from Ireland here this morning. Irene Walsh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Paul. It's my pleasure. We are Elsevier, a 140-year-old global research and health community 
with deep roots and branches around the world. For more information, just visit elsevier.com. That's E-L-S-E-V-I-E-R, elsevier.com. <laughs> 